0: welcome to Living Fabulously with Bev. The mission for the show is to get to the heart of well-being through inspirational stories of everyday people, expert insights from a number of health and lifestyle-related disciplines, and exploration of topics that underpin well-being. If you want to take control of your well-being and put yourself front and centre in your life, then this is the podcast for you. I want you to feel calm, nurtured and inspired so you can enjoy your life and your success. If you have not yet done so, please subscribe, rate and review on iTunes or Stitcher. And if you know someone else that would get value from this show as well, please share it with them. Join me on this journey and let's live the fab life together. Today I'm delighted to introduce my special guest, Caroline Silk. She's a mindset nutritionist, and given the festive season is one of excess, it's just perfect timing to have this conversation. So, welcome, Caroline. Good morning, Bev. How are we? Oh, really good, thank you. How about you? Very well, thank you. Great. Tell me a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do. Where do I start? So,
1: essentially, my background was in marketing and advertising, and at a point in my life when I'd had my kids and they were still young, I just felt that it wasn't conducive to a family work-life balance. So I started looking for something to do because I knew that I wanted to include work as part of my who I was. I've always enjoyed working. And a mentor said to me that um, if you're going to spend the next 20 years of your life working, then you may as well do something you love. So I started heading down that sort of rabbit hole of trying to find this passion because that was the word that he used. And it sort of overwhelmed me a little bit because there was nothing that I could find that I was overly passionate about. And I think I got, and I think also a lot of people get caught up on that word passion. You know, you think that you need to be passionate about, but it's actually not the case. So another person said to me, Just what is something that keeps, you know, grabbing your attention that you want to read more and more about? And for me, it was nutrition and health. And it was something really, when I think about it, something that's always fascinated me right through my life. And so it was sort of like someone was laying little breadcrumbs along the way and I was picking up all these signs to uh, undertake a course in nutrition, which I did at university here in Melbourne. And then I started working with uh, just part-time with a pediatrician and we were working with overweight kids and teenagers and their families, which was a really great experience and exposure to what's going on. And then in time I started working predominantly with women, uh, sort of 40 plus I mean I have worked with uh, some younger ones and I have done quite a bit of work with school age girls but I suppose my love is now working with uh, women sort of
0: 40 plus and that's how I got into the world of nutrition. Beautiful and how would you describe your own journey to where you are today?
1: My own well-being journey has been I've been fortunate I have been relatively healthy uh, throughout my life as I said earlier I've always considered Uh, health and fitness to be important you know like any woman I have fluctuated with my weight certainly around the time of those three babies and I had to make a concerted effort to get back to where I wanted to be I think the thing that has been a part of my life for a long time is that mindset of uh, wanting or thinking that you're not uh, fit enough or healthy enough or skinny enough or whatever it is I had a mother that was a model, so maybe that had some influence on me. And that's a big thing that goes on with my clients is what that negative part of the mind is is saying to us all the time. So I've certainly been like in the same area of my clients.
0: Talking about mindset, so how does one's mindset affect your whole wellness journey?
1: I think it comes down to you know, there's a saying, whether you think you can or whether you think you can't, you're absolutely right. And that was by the wonderful, famous Henry Ford. And so if your mindset is in a negative headspace and you think you can't do this, then your subconscious mind is very strong and it will just say, okay, she doesn't want it to happen. It's not going to happen. And because your subconscious mind is also your friend, so it wants to help you at all times. So if you're constantly saying this, I can't do this, I'm going to fail, well, guess what? That's what's going to happen. You're not going to be able to do it and you're going to fail. If, however, the hand, you've got a positive mindset and you say, how can I do this better? This is going to happen for me. I can be a well person. I can be fit, fabulous and healthy. Then you're automatically telling your subconscious mind that this is where you want to go. And as I said, it is your friend. It supports you and it will help you get there. It will help you get there with the choices that you made. And that's what happened with me it was when I was working with women and they were amazing women who were successful in their careers or their families or a combination of both they would sit on my couch and they'd say you know Caroline I know what I should be eating I know I should how I should be moving my body but you know I just can't get my head in the right place I just can't it's just like something's missing so it just was this repetitive theme that just kept coming back at me and it just reminded me of the negative headspace that I know I can allow myself to get in and everyone allows themselves to get in. So that's when I started searching and thinking, well, there has to be a better way to do this. You know, I can predict all the diets in the world, but the majority aren't going to work unless your head's in the right place. So I actually sought out and found a course which I became certified in, which works with neurolinguistic programming Change behavior techniques and positive psychology that just allows you to work through those negative emotions and any emotional baggage that you may be carrying, and particularly those limiting beliefs that we all have about ourselves that we sort of carry around with us. And they're limiting because they're not allowing us to be the healthiest version of ourselves. So we get rid of those, which is almost like dropping the weight in itself. And that leaves my clients with a very sort of calm, happier, more positive mindset. And then from there, we work together on mindful eating and going forward with their wellness journey.
0: You mentioned there about limiting belief. That's obviously part of the mindset or the inheritance you have from growing up, your experience of growing up and the world you've grown up in. Absolutely. How do you actually change your mindset? How, how is it open to change and how do you eliminate those limiting beliefs?
1: Well, as you say, they are something that we we carry with ourselves from childhood, and and often, you know also limiting beliefs can be taken on any point during your life. And they're a result of uh, words that are said to you, actions against you, and for some point you take on this belief about yourself that isn't necessarily true. And I always say to clients, you know, think of that beautiful brand new baby that is just sort of untouched by words or actions, and her his or her mind is just this pure, pure, pure thing. Well, unfortunately over time that mind gets polluted and affected by all sorts of things so the limiting belief is it just take something like i always fail well if you continue as i said to think i always fail always fail your subconscious mind will look after you but that's a limiting belief now somewhere in your earlier life for whatever reason it might have been something a teacher said it might have been something a parent said or a sibling said that you always fail. You've taken on that belief about yourself, but it's not necessarily true. It might've been true to that relative event or time, but it's also that person's perspective of that relevant event or time. So I use timeline therapy and we go back to that event and time in their life. This isn't hypnosis. They're on my couch. They can open their eyes at any time, grab a glass of water. It's It's just going into a nice relaxed state and going back to that event, say when they're eight years of age. And- They look at that event from the perspective of where they are today. So that is the 50-year-old woman looking down on the eight-year-old little girl and what was said to her. But before I do this, I say, well, how would you like to act instead? And they just say, well, I just want to get on and do it. I want to succeed. So we take that event and we take out all the positive learnings that you can learn from that event. And that allows you to drop that negative space and state and emotion that surrounds it and By the time they're finished, they can see that they have a lot of positive learnings from it, and one of them will be that they can succeed and get on with it. And from there, that allows them just to let that go and drop that limiting belief. It's quite amazing. I love it.
0: Sounds fabulous for the recipient too. (laughs) When we talk about change, obviously, there can be positive and negative change. So what are the positive changes that you can make in your life when you're working with mindset
1: the positive changes that you can make when working with mindset are great and varied, uh, specifically with health. Let's just, what I specialize in is, is weight loss. So, something where, as I said, clients have been struggling, and there may have been another theme that runs with my clients is that they are sort of uh, struggle with dieting and obsessing over food. And it becomes a constant for them because they're not succeeding. It also becomes a big frustration for them because as i mentioned earlier they may be very successful in other parts of their life so they're thinking to themselves well hang on i can be you know the ceo of this company or the ceo of this household but yet you know, i can't and run it really well but i can't look after my own health and as you know bev you know women are particularly guilty of putting everyone and everything in front of themselves and leaving their health on the back burner so when you do the work that i do and and get this positive mindset it allows you to As I said, you drop the emotional baggage of those big emotions of negative, you know, anger, fear, hurt, sadness, and guilt. It enables you to drop those limiting beliefs and come out with a positive mindset. And that then takes you to the next stage where you go, okay, how am I going to do this better? And I actually don't believe in diets. They don't work. And if they did work, there would only be one fabulous diet and we wouldn't have the state of health that we have today. Because diets automatically put you into that negative headspace. When you think about going on a diet, you think, oh, I can't eat this and I can't eat that and I can't do this and I can't do that. So you're already going into that negative place of restriction and deprivation. Whereas if you look at something like mindful eating, which is very much a positive mindset, so you, and this is what I teach my clients, it's all about learning how to eat mindfully throughout your day. So therefore, you're acknowledging that you're physically hungry and you're eating according to your physical hunger and then you stop and then you move on. And guess what? Next time you're hungry, you can eat again. And research is now shown time and time again that if that's the only thing that you change in your behavior is to eat mindfully, you can lose weight. So you've got that positive mindset which then drives you to say, okay, let's do this. How am I going to do it better? How am I going to exercise better or move my body better? How am I going to eat mindfully and also, how am I going to think? How am I going to sleep? How am I going to, what lifestyle changes am I going to make that's going to make me a healthier version of me?
0: So it's all-encompassing, basically, you changing somebody's lens on their world. Very much so, very much so. And that's the feedback that I get. It's, it's a, I think the
1: three words that are constant is sort of calmer, happier, more confident uh, that comes from my clients. So it's, it is, as I said, it's dropping all that emotional weight and it, the thing is it doesn't have to be something enormous and traumatic that may have happened in their life we all carry negative emotions around with us and we all carry limiting bliss around with us and if we can let those go it just frees you you know it just it, it does actually make you feel lighter which is lovely
0: lighter on the scales and lighter in the heart so that sounds perfect beautiful can I use that one yes sure <laughs> thank you have you got any stories that you can say of how people have moved, you know, from one position to another, you know, so that sort of application of what we've been discussing?
1: I remember uh, a client who was uh, contacted me via, it, it was a referral, it was word of mouth, and she arrived at my door, I think it was a late morning appointment, and I opened the door and, hi, lovely to meet you, and she promptly burst into tears. She'd just come from a meeting, a business meeting, and uh, it had gone terribly wrong. And she was just overwhelmed and exhausted and very frustrated. So she came in and we talked and talked and talked. And she'd found herself, you know, busy mum, busy, huge career, uh, working at one of Melbourne's very big hospitals. And as I said before, very little time for herself because she had so many balls in the air and found herself suddenly you know 15 to 20 kgs overweight was aware of it but just didn't aware of where she'd actually become until one day she caught herself in the mirror uh, while working at the hospital and was really blown away by what she looked and 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 just devastated where where she'd got herself to and so we had this long conversation and she did my program and she was wonderful she was very much determined to after we did all the intensive workshop and all the emotional work she was very much determined to say okay i've let all that go now so it's all about me moving forward and she was also moving forward it was a it was a lovely everything was complementary because she was moving forward in a business and she was making some changes in her personal life so it was all working well together it was all very synergistic and we saw each other every sort of three months over the next Uh, 12 months and when she finally came back to me literally one year later to the day which she reminded me of when she arrived at my office and she was 22 kilos lighter and feeling fabulous and it was just this uh, you know classic case of acknowledging where she was realizing that she had too much negative energy around her living in a negative state uh, in all a number of areas of her life allowing herself to let that all go and make these positive changes for her primarily it, it always has to be for them first I mean it needs to be family second or works third or whatever it might be but they have to want the change themselves for it to work and she did and it was just perfect timing and she had a wonderful result of losing 22 kilos of weight and she felt fabulous
0: and I'm sure that that was the byproduct it sounds like the you said the, her business also thrived and all those sort of things so Just taking care of herself was that sort of act of not only dropping the weight, but actually all those other things that you mentioned of being calmer, happier, and more confident.
1: Very, very much so, because you get to that point where I think in their mind, you reach a point where you go, okay, I can't do this anymore. And for whatever reason, whatever trigger it might be, it might be that you have attempted another diet. It might be that something goes wrong in a personal life or in business, or you just don't like to look at yourself in the mirror anymore, and you're over it. And it's that point, Bev, where they go, okay, I can't do this anymore. I can't go on another diet. I can't keep obsessing over food. There has to be something different. And they're the women who find me because they just know that it's greater than just the food that they put in their mouth. And then once the work's done, as you say, it's the combination of, and that new positive mindset and that drive of being confident and calmer and happier and changing their lifestyle accordingly and starting to look after themselves. And that includes what, how they eat, how they move their bodies, how they sleep. You know, it all becomes very important to them, which it hadn't been in the past.
0: That's so true. It's what we focus on is what gets rewarded, isn't it? Very much so. Yeah. So what positive changes could the listeners implement right now to affect their wellness and their sleep?
1: Well, if we keep on the topic of mindset –
0: I think it's very
1: important to as you get into bed and, and you talk very much of you know keeping a ritual and, um, and keeping it as a quiet place. Well, carrying that thought through, you need to also keep your mind as a quiet place as you go off to sleep. And again, research has shown. I mean, there's so much fabulous research going on with neuroplasticity and the whole brain behavior. If you get into bed and the whole sleep thing is you're in a negative state. For whatever reason, you are frustrated, you're angry, you're stressed about all sorts of things or you're overwhelming yourself with what you have to do the next day or what's in front of you or a meeting that you might have and you start thinking about that as you're lying in bed, that can create a a state of stress. And if you fall into sleep in that state, then we now know from research that your quality of sleep is not going to be as good because those thoughts get taken down into your subconscious, and your quality of sleep is not going to be good, and you're highly likely to wake up. and It's it's been proven that when you do wake up, you automatically start thinking about those thoughts all over again. I'm very much a believer of when you hop into bed and you're going drifting off to sleep that you think positive thoughts. You choose to. You might have a goal that you want, so you think about your goal and you visualize it and then you feel it and or you might have a holiday that you're planning or you might just want to take yourself to a very calm place whether it be on a beach or in a forest or or just do a little bit of meditation so therefore you're creating this positive mind space which then as you go into sleep you're going to get a much better quality sleep and you're not going to wake
0: up with a
1: greater amount of energy and feeling much better
0: Mm, that's great and given we're obviously coming to this crazy time in in the year what are your tips for eating mindfully
1: I think you just, it's about forward planning. You know, it's okay when you're at home because you can ask yourself, am I hungry? You can check in with your physical hunger and see that you are actually hungry. And if you are, then go ahead and eat. And then you only eat to about 80% full and then you stop and you move on. And there's a whole lot of other parts, components to it, but that's it, sort of in brief but when you're going out a lot and there might be drinks and parties and all sorts of things if you plan forward and think okay so tonight I have a drinks party it's likely that there's going to be you know nibbly bits of food or there might not be a lot of food so how am i going to do this so you may decide to eat something small and healthy before you go so your appetite is taken care of and then you can just you know have a have a glass of champagne or whatever you might like to have but you don't need to be eating the food that's being handed around, which may not necessarily be healthy for you. Or if you're going out for lunch, then think about, again, you know, obviously you're eating because you're hungry, but you're, you don't need to eat everything on, on your plate or everything at the buffet. So you just eat to you are satisfied and content, which is about 75 80% full, and then you just leave the rest. So it's learning how to eat mindfully that you can actually take with you wherever you want to go, and you can do it with uh, – alcohol which is obviously a big thing at this time of year with lots of Christmas celebrations and parties and you can do it with your food but it's a, it's all about being aware and some pre-planning
0: it's great advice thank you for that pleasure and of course I'd love to know what your tips are other than all these magical things we've spoken about your tips for living fabulously
1: well my tips for living fabulously would be I have to say mindset I think it's number one I think if you have a positive mindset at the beginning of each day it's a great way to start your day i recently did a challenge um, which was based on pam grout's book and it was starting up each of the day with uh you know that something that's awesome and fabulous is going to happen to you day so when you put your head in that space then you're always looking for good things even small things can be great things so that's rather than starting in a negative headspace i think mindset is incredibly important for living fabulously I think if you surround yourself with people who are going to bring you positive energy and they're going to support you and promote your journey is enormously important rather than the opposite, which are those people that are going to drag you down and deplete your energy sources. Definitely eating cleanfully and mindfully is a way of living fabulously and the beauty about that is it's not a diet and you just move forward and, you know, occasionally when things go awry you just hop back on the path and keep going it's not about beating yourself up and if we want to also live fabulously we need to move our body because we have this wonderful body that is there to carry us through life and we need to look after it and movement is a very important part of it so however you want to move it doesn't mean you have to thrash out of the gym but if you want to go and dance in the park or do a yoga class or go for a long walk with the dog just as long as you're moving your body constantly I think it's fabulous
0: beautiful thank you So you can find Caroline Silk by searching for her on the website. It's carolinesilk.com and on Facebook, The Balanced Approach. Caroline, thank you so much for sharing your journey to where you found your passion, which is wonderful, but also inspiring us. I love your statement about keeping your mind as a quiet space when you get into bed. It's just, I think I'm going to use that one from you if you don't mind. Absolute pleasure. (laughs) A little bit of trading today. Yes, definitely. (laughs) obviously with, you know, this time of the year, and it's more obvious the excess at this time of year, so your tips around eating mindfully, I mean, the forward planning is just something each of us can do, it's all within our control, and I love the idea of making sure that you're actually checking in with your own hunger, you know, because I think we, we get disconnected from that feeling of hunger, and we just eat because it's time to eat, so a good idea at this time of year is to check in if you if you're hungry and your other tip there was to eat until you're about 70 to 80% full which is a level of satisfaction so it's you know not doubling up on your plate and then leave whatever it is the the food you leave is not going to help the starving people of the world no I used to get that as a child you know eat up these people who don't have food well it actually doesn't help as an adult, you know. That is definitely a limiting belief I had to overcome.
1: Oh, absolutely, Beth. So many people have, have you know, sat on my couch and have been told growing up they have to finish everything on their plate. It's such It was such a big uh, statement by our parents.
0: You know, and my parents would have come out of the war period where they went without food. So I can understand, the you know, the motivation.
1: Well, if people would like to... Um they can grab my mindful eating guide, which is just on my website. There, it's very easy to find, and it's just a free PDF download. And it would just take them through the steps, which they can help, particularly at this busy time of year. They're more than welcome.
0: Great, thank you for that offer, and thank you so much for being on the show today. Pleasure, Beth. Thank you very much. Have a great day. I have some really exciting news I want to share with you. I'll be writing my book in the first quarter of next year. Woohoo! I was accepted on the 90-day book writing course with Kathy Miles-Wheeler and will be supported by the fabulous Karen Gunton. She's a coach and author of The Lighthouse Revolution. So in order to achieve my dream of writing a non-fiction book, I'll be moving to fortnightly shows in 2017. I'd like to take the opportunity to thank you for being such a fabulous listener and I wish you and your loved ones a safe and happy festive season. May joy, peace and love be yours in abundance. Thank you so much for listening and I would love to know what you enjoyed most about this episode. You can connect with me on Facebook by searching for Living Fabulously with Bev or feel welcome to leave a message or comment on my website. You can get the links and any references from this episode in the show notes at my website www.livingfabulously.com forward slash podcasts. Do you have a friend who you think deserves to live fabulously? Spread the love around by sharing the podcast with them right now. Until next time, be sure to live the fab life. The information shared here and in our programs and webinars should not be seen as medical advice and is not meant to take the place of seeing licensed health professionals.